Welcome everyone, this is Nichelle Anderson. I'm your host for my podcast show, Nichelle Anderson, Short Stories and Beyond. All right, today is the finale of my last podcast for my season five of 2021 to 2022. And before I get started, I just want to cover a couple of things. And with that, I do want to thank you so much for following my podcast, being with me in this journey of podcasting. Share with me as I go through these short stories from my book and Mitzrayam, uh, a memoir. So I do appreciate that. Just to touch on a couple of things before we start my finale episode of Mole is that uh, my summer break does start starting next month in June and then July I'm on break and then of course August then returning back on September. All right you will get those breakdowns of those dates. I haven't yet decided to either continue the bi-monthly. I do want to concentrate on some other projects that I'm ruling out this year and I really need that extra time and I like to kind of commit what I say I'm going to do. So I'm probably going to make my decision no later than August. <laughs> Hopefully sooner but if not by August I would know that it's going to be like once a month and then I'm going to focus on releasing bonuses productly and um if not, it'll be bi-monthly, but I'm definitely looking at that. That'll kind of really open up my time so I can focus on other things. So especially <laughs> my mission is to work on my book, the phase that I wanted to make it into, and that is into a feature film. So with that, please join my Malay world on the Discord that where you can keep up to date on some of my projects that I mentioned, like the NFT collections. I'm very excited about that to be rolled out and the other collections I'm going to have underneath that to do decide to uh, become a member and go from there. Also visit my Malay.com where you can tap into ancient Egypt if you love it. Yeah, do. <laughs> you can tap into a, my merchandise line and that's at molay.com and we have different types of t-shirts and other merchandise as such. Continue to follow me on Facebook. Usually during my summer breaks, those three months, I'm not as, you know, reiterating <laughs> the podcast that much, but I do, you know, highlight and update what's going on on other things, particularly with these projects that I'm working on. So definitely um, stay tuned to that, particularly with my music album that is planned to be released soon so follow us tiktok facebook twitter and instagram so i'll definitely do that and with all of that i just want to say i really appreciate everyone that has been following my podcast these couple of years and i'm looking forward to returning back for my season six starting in september and thereafter if you're interested in becoming on to come on my show to maybe read a character what have you definitely do that um you can go to well send an email to info at mole.com that you're interested in being a guest speaker and we could definitely work something out well with all that done and said i just want to say i'm very appreciative of my fifth year of podcasting i really enjoyed it during my summer break i kind of do a reflection of the previous episodes and the year the season year of overall and i kind of share that so do tune in during the summer when i release that all right so we're going to get into this this right here a particular one episode 61 my finale i wanted to return back from where in episode 58 the finale for season four in may was basically henny discovering that more people in the higher places was against him and that they did not see the the betrayal of Natu that he should not be supported he should be handled accordingly due to what he did to echo on tamat tamat is another word for earth and 
he's realizing that where he get a visit that he basically accuses who some of the guards did not realize who was leading this to go to Henny and tell him he has to vote a certain way to not commit Natu and it was Inky was very particular on that particular accusation so in future episodes you would know what all of that means and the significance of it but Henny didn't care because he was like I will not side it's wrong we need to stand firm and Natuni be held accountable and he was just outnumbered but he before he left he told everybody you know who's leading this that one right there and his name is Inky so that's gonna have some ramification on Tamat and beyond and so we fast forward and now into 61, episode 61, and we're going to start off from that point where Inky left, <laughs> you know? And he's like, okay, so you're just gonna put my name out there, fine. And still guards, you know, get him and take him away. If he's not gonna vote, you know, a certain way that they want him to vote. And Inky left, and the guards were handling Kenny and time up or what have you to take him away. In that sense, they do not want him to be present so he can take the vote against Natu because they still want to use certain groups, certain fragments of people and places of power want Natu to return back to Tamat. So that's something that I'm telling you now to connect to what I'm about to start of my finale of my podcast show. <laughs> All right, so let's begin. Let's get started. Let's begin for my finale episode of season five, 2021 and 2022. For this week of my podcast show, Nichelle Anderson, Short Stories and Beyond. For this week episode 61, entitled, Of the Abyss, the Orion Hene Chooses a Different Path. Opening scene, we see Hani fighting to no avail of the Orion guards that he once led with great authority, now pushing him off to his next domain, as he tried to escape, but he could not. They hallowed him and forced him in the area so he would be secluded. As he went back and forth, they were able to do so and proceeded to put him in the space they commanded to them to do by Inki. He was alone to think until he knew they would come back to retrieve him and take him to his next point of destination. He knew the vote to commit Netu will occur and he will be not convicted. For him and his supporters did not support Netu, but they was outnumbered. He thought over his options as he wrestled with the bondness around his hands and arms and managed to set free one hand as he knew of that knot of long ago, a military-type knot that he taught his guards. Then his thoughts raced to his wife and children, of them not knowing of what is of him. He paused to process the pain of knowing his wife and children, soon turmoil 
emotional pain of not knowing and the decisions he will have to make. Penny sat in the tight space and focused on the moments in the future to what will be once he decides on what he will do when they come to retrieve him to take him to his destination. His thoughts went back in time to those that said one thing but did another to forward move the Orion elite leaders to obtain the Astar or Mitzrayam for King Milan. He traced back to when Inki of the Akun got involved that continued to deteriorate the relations with Mitzrayam of King Milan and his supporters. Way back when the Astar for which they all seek now want to continue to do so, but not with Hani as the lead commander the highest rank Orion military officer in the galaxy of Orion, now in a shape smaller than a box of thieves of war, not fit for him or a bench to sit on. Had he been in worse situations, this was the top of all, for he knew what he would decide soon would be his destiny once they take him to never to return back to this sector of the galaxy. To comply to a new different identity on a faraway planet, or not to comply, he pondered that. And then he said, I will decide. He thought and channeled to speak, and he spoke in a voice that only he could hear. Freedom is a choice. His thoughts then went to his wife, and he channeled her, hoping that she could feel to hear him calling. In the moments she connected, and in her emotion, he could hear her voice of worry. He telepathically said to her, We have to talk. There has been an intercom day. Early before that moment of Hani, we are seeing his beloved loyal wife that continued to not accept the Orion Guard's explanation to where her husband was, as he would have never missed the last half of Echo's ceremony back to those of before. She closed the door of their home home, and continued to think and wonder, where is he? as her mind and heart continued to wrestle with the truth or not the truth. She wore own dress of material fabric, the color of those of sun and orange and blue. Her skin of tight metal with eyes of long ago era of their species for this now. She was a daughter of upper intellect class of the Orions. She remembered the notes of her father and mother. When moments of uncertainty consumed thee, she went to find it. And then she saw her female assistant and male guard. She quickly dismissed them to leave. She would not need their services at this moment. They left as she instructed. And then she went and saw her young son and daughter. 
they felt something was not well. She nods to them to follow her. As she made it to the enclosed room, she found the book of notes of her father. When suddenly she found a message that she knew was Henny. She gasped as he immediately told her what is occurring in the highest realms of them that will impact what they then know of the now will not be. He tells her what his decision will going forward. With tears streaming down her face, she nods as she looked at their two children that immediately knew and they all looked at each other. She continued to telepathically speak to Henny as her children heard her voice. She spoke with information in their language to Henny and her children interpreted. She said, Translation. in our love we will survive there is another day their connection ended she grabs the book tightly and then spoke to her children in their language you can read translation do you have courage of the unknown steps to be? Her children both looked at each other and nodded, then said in their Orion language, Yasa Minta. Translation Yes, mother. Then she responded and nodded as the tears stream down her face. So do I. Meanwhile, the Orion guards and some of the Inki guards in disguise of Orion went for Hene, now dressed in civilian Orion clothing to mask his true status identity that he was in a closed chambers and now with the guards that proceeded to take Hanid to the final destination that they finally made it to the Okor pathway known for its stone and architecture of their culture and civilization as well as a secret pathway to the large and small starships the many security guards continued to surround Hanid as the Kingo rays shine in the darkness above them and the washing sound of the river below continued to engulf what was proceeding at the moment. The Okorn pathway rose over 30 feet tall over the river below of the Gete Rijnate, heading to the starship that would take Hene to his new domain far away from the main galaxy of his home therein and the status that he had for so long. Hene is walking in the middle of 20 guards with a set of 30 additional guards a few feet behind them. Suddenly, Hani, as he pondered what would be of his family and friends and what he would do in this unknown place that they were about to take him to, 
as those against him wishes for him to not be of what was once before his status of leadership. Then suddenly he started to hum an old Orion Rattel song. The guards slowly stopped out of curiosity and turned to look at Henny. He kept singing that the ones in front of him that boxed him in, they slowly stepped to the side as he continued to hum the song and walked in front of them. They slowly followed but continued to look at each other. They assumed perhaps he is accepting his fate and there was no need for such extra security. He was willing to leave Orion far, far away. Honey started to sing the words of saying he remembered them as his subordinates that led them in a battle and how sad it was to go along with such injustice of a commander general that treated them differently. For their choices have led to their own fate of no return. Some guards stopped questioning themselves and what was this that Hany about to say so much in the song, leaving unclarity by singing it and boldness. They pondered amongst themselves. Meanwhile, at the next private moment returning to that of Hany's wife and children, we see them trying to leave the long time command of living house. But their long time lower guard and female attendant stopped them. They didn't actually leave, they was right outside waiting. The guard of the family shook his head. I knew something was not of such. I will never let you and your children go about this alone. It has always been an honor to watch over Hene of Akune family therein. We are family. We stay together. Hene wife held back her tears and nodded. She stated that they could not be seen together as it will alert those that should not know that they are aware of what is happening to her husband. The guard and the female attendant nodded and then the guard stated in serious facial expression that they all then must proceed to that point in the direction of the Getu Ridge. Everyone looked at each other and nodded and they left as they all faded in the darkness. Meanwhile, we are back on the Accord pathway with many of the security Orion guards and those of Inki guards as well. As the wind started to curl up in a wave as it reaches to where Hene is still in front, that suddenly he stopped walking and singing. And he turned back and looked at the guards. They stopped as well. Hani had a sad look on his face as they were now in the middle of the O4 
overpass of Lokor Pathway. His civilian clothing moved with the wind as it tried to catch up with the other moments around them. One of the guards urged Hini to continue to walk forward, as they did not want to do anything to their once leader, but had their orders. Hini spoke. In life, it is not what you are told to do. It is the path you choose to make that define who you are. Where you stand, on which side. The guards urged Hani to keep walking as they did not want to do what they were told. Some of the guards lowered their weapons though as the words of their great commander struck something in their hearts. They remembered Echo and knew of Netu betrayal, but also knew not of this for Hani to be sent far away from his home and of them. Hani saw some of them ponder and regress backward as the others in front started to raise their weapons and slowly approached Hani as he started to speak again. This was my home before either of you could walk. Another wind blew upwards that sent a feeling of wonder to the moment before them as the rushing river seemed to sing the song of Hani. Only a few moments ago, Some of the soldiers dropped their weapons and was emotional with tears. The sadness of what was happening engulfed them. When the front row of guards still in position to take Hani and was waiting for the next move, Hani nodded and then said, as he quickly untied the known military knot chain that he taught them and said in his ancient Orion language, Translation Choices are freedom and I have chosen mine. Hani, without notice, gaps his hands before him and jumped on the ridge rail and jumped higher to catch the next wind he knew would be raising up to catch the others before the other wind to the northern region of their capital. And he then jumped over the bridge down below into the river. As the many guards yelled for him to stop, Hani plunged into the river and vanished as the waves covered him, knowing him from his beginning of time. Moments later, a few feet away, we see Hani wife and their two children as she moved in a small boat to where she saw Hani at the top of the Accord pathway. High up, and when he jumped, she merely grabs her heart and mouth to hold back her aching pain as her daughter hugged her tightly. Hani's son immediately, like on cue, jumped into the water and swam fast towards where he knew Hani would be. Their daughter grabbed the masseur and started to follow by managing the boat, which Hani's son 
reach his father and quickly put a sikkeh over his face to awaken him. Hani coughed in the sikkeh and managed to float as his son helped him to the boat. Hani's wife and daughter grabbed them to put them in and their son quickly took control of the boat Mathol and started to sped away. As the sakat was removed from his face, Hani coughed up some of the river water. His wife cried. Hani mouthed and spoke very lightly that he loved her for her to choose what will be. In tears as the silence surrounded them, only the sound of the river boat making its way, passing underneath the large oncourt pathway above, they continued to go into the darkness down the river. And his wife said in their Hawaiian language, Translation Always my love of you. The boat of them fades in the darkness of what was their home in Hawaii. Insane.